Welcome to This Book is Lit, the podcast for book nerds of all genres. Episodes include interviews with beloved and upcoming authors, discussions about recent releases, and all the literary rants you could ask for. Be sure to follow us at www.thisbookislit.com and our Instagram, which is at thisbookislitblog. Today, we have a very special interview scheduled for our Halloween bonus episode. I'm joined by YA horror thriller author Goldie Moldovsky to discuss her book, The Mary Shelley Club, which has been described as Scream meets Gossip Girl. Welcome, Goldie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so since Halloween is coming up, we're here to talk about all things spooky, including your book, The Mary Shelley Club. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wanted to to start with, can you tell us a little bit about your book? Yeah, totally. So The Mary Shelley Club is about, the main character is named uh, Rachel Chavez. She is a new kid at an elite NYC private high school, think gossip girl something like that and uh, she's kind of an outcast she's obsessed with horror movies and after a prank a very public prank that goes awry she gets involved with this group of students who have a sort of secret society they call themselves the Mary Shelley Club and the objective of the club is to perform the scariest prank it's a contest whoever can perform the scariest prank wins there's no money prize but it's you know an attitude sort of thing and uh at first she joins this club she thinks it's really fun and exciting and thrilling and then as the book progresses and uh you know the danger kind of gets up there and there's a bit of a body count things go a little bit haywire and uh, we don't know if there is a killer on the loose or what's going on but yeah, that's the Mary Shelley Club. Yes. And I I was drawn to your book um, at Barnes and Nobles a while back because oh, nice. I, well, first of all, the cover is amazing. The spine, I absolutely love. Me too. It's and, a it's a blade with the bloody title on it. I love that spine. Yes. And um, and then also it was described on the back as a little bit scream and a little bit gossip girl, like you referenced. Mm-hmm. So uh, which I mean, like a perfect combo. Other other people said that and I will very happily take that. I mean, those are iconic, uh, huge shows and movies. So very happy with that comparison. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and so I, as a horror fan myself, I was delighted that um, there are tons of references, literary and film references throughout the entire story. uh, Some movies I've seen, some I just know about, (laughs) but, um, but, you know, Stephen King, a Stephen King book is mentioned in there, although I don't think we ever find out the title of it. Um, But uh, one of the characters is kind of um, (laughs) creepily obsessed, (laughs) enthralled by Stephen King. There's Um, another big twist in the book at the end, and that's from the get-go. That was one of my my first thoughts on the book. And 
when I was reading reviews and reactions to it, it was almost a surprise to me that that readers reacted so strongly and viscerally to that specific twist because I had almost even forgotten about it. It was like one of my friends reviewed it on her Instagram and she was like, I really couldn't see that twist coming. And I thought, really, you, you couldn't guess who, who it was, who the whodunit was about, like you couldn't realize who the bad guy was. And she's like, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the later twist and like the very last page. And I thought, oh yeah, I guess that is a twist. Like to me, it didn't even register. So it was nice to see that people really love that twist. That was sweet. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, and um, I think that's a very reasonable uh, process that you have just because I think plotting can be really burdensome with how some people do it, but it seems to work for them. But I think for people who are looking for an in-between method, you know, five chapters ahead seems less daunting than, you know. Yeah, it's very, it's very manageable, I like to say. And it really, it really gets you going, you know, sometimes you really want to start the book Mm-hmm. And you can't because you you haven't figured out like the last half or the last 30 pages, then it might take you a really long time to figure that out. So for me, when I get that feeling that I want to get started, that's how I know that I need to get started. You know, it's important to follow that feeling because so much of writing to me, at least so much of drafting feels like pulling teeth. It's so difficult to try to figure out the scene and to try to get the words out. So when I get that feeling, I take it really seriously and I let it lead me. I, if I want to start writing, I need to start writing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cause I think part of the problem with plotting out the entire book is yeah, that you are getting so deep into that, that you're not actually writing and putting words on the page. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, at some point you're going to start thinking of the characters. You're going to start thinking of their dialogue, what they're saying to each other. And if you think of a funny joke, you're going to get that feeling of, I need to write this down. I need to see how the other characters respond to this guy. So that's what leads me that intuition. Yeah. Well, so um, with this book, what did you most enjoy about the drafting process or mm-hmm. about, you know, the the things, the fun themes and everything you have in this book? Uh, you know, I will say it was my favorite book to write. It's my third book. My fourth book just came out uh, last year. And out of the four books that I have out, this one was definitely my favorite. I've written... Uh, two comedies. Uh, my first one was a black comedy, and this one was really my first thriller. There is an underlying thread of humor throughout it, I think, a little bit, but it's it's mostly a thriller. Um, people like to put it in the horror genre. I know. I think it's horror adjacent. <laughs> a horror thriller. That's a thing. I think, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I had some trouble trying to label it as I was writing it. And I was, I, I was kind of paranoid about calling it a horror because I kept thinking, well, this central group of characters, they're the bad guy in the book, you know? And it's like, you don't typically see what the bad guy is thinking and doing so much. You see it from the opposite perspective, but here you get to see what they're what they're after and what they're thinking. And I wasn't sure if I would be able to scare anyone if I'm pulling behind pat, back the curtain of what the bad guy is doing. But that's why I call it horror adjacent. But yeah, I think it was just the funnest book to draft and to write. 
because of the whodunit aspect to it, the thriller aspect, the plot heavy aspect of it, where I am really interested in pacing a book and making sure that every page is exciting. And when you go into it thinking of that, then, you know, if you can excite yourself while writing it, then, you know, you can hopefully excite other people. And I think that was going through my mind while I was working on it. Yeah, I definitely think that comes across clearly that you had a good time with it. (laughs) And, um, and with the ending of it, I was really curious about what you, what, if anything is maybe planned for, uh, is there a sequel maybe planned at all? (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) After some books that I write, at least, I don't think about what the characters are doing you know, the next day or in the next year. But with this one, I definitely have an idea of where the remaining characters are and what they're doing. Um, I would love to write a sequel. Unfortunately, it's not up to me. It's up to the publisher. Um, I floated an idea to them and they kind of countered with a different sort of idea. And uh, we couldn't really find common ground on that. So we shelved that topic for now. But I would say never say never. I still have hope, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I mean, maybe maybe too much time has passed. But I like to think that, you know, if people still want it, even in a few years, I would still love to write it. But yeah, absolutely. Not up to me. <laughs> yeah, that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. And then also, so I'm wondering, do you have any uh, recommendations for people who really enjoyed this book? Do you have any like new or old book recommendations? Well, when I was younger, I know a lot of people like to read the R.L. Stein books. I used to borrow my sister's uh, Christopher Pike books. Oh, okay. So if people are familiar with Christopher Pike, those are really quick, easy reads. Um, they're kind of thin, they're kind of cheesy, but there were some good hooks in those books. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people compare the Mary Shelley Club to the Midnight Club, which he wrote. Mm-hmm. And I think just the plot of the Midnight Club is so brilliant. So I, I I really love those books. Um, for some more current reads, I'm a big fan of Grady Hendrix. I think oh, yeah. My Best Friend's Exorcism. If I could write a book like that, that would be the ultimate. I would I would be so happy. And uh, I read, I started reading Riley Sager. I think uh, he's really cool. Um, yeah, I think in the horror genre, those are my picks. Yeah, I yeah, Grady and Riley are are the ones that I would think are pretty good comps. And then <laughs> yeah, like you said, I, yeah. I never read Christopher Pike, but R.L. Stein, I'm a huge fan of his. So yeah, yeah, right. I love his books. So well, um, so as this episode is going live on Halloween, I wanted to end with the most important question of all. So, what is your favorite candy, and what is your least favorite candy? Ooh. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm not a candy person. No. Um, I'm more of a cookie. I'm more of a chocolate bar person. Is that considered a candy? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So growing up, I loved Twix. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's definitely a Halloween candy. Okay, good. That's in our bucket that we're giving out tomorrow. But if you've got a a 
candy dish full of jelly beans or gummy worms. I am not touching that stuff. I'm okay. just, that is not my, my jam. I'm sorry. So I guess, yeah, my least favorite candy has got to be anything gummy. It's just, okay. it's like chewing a rubber band or something. And then when it stops being a rubber band, it gets stuck in your teeth and it's like, why? No, it couldn't be me. <laughs> sorry. Okay. So Twix are number one and then yeah. any gummy thing is gross bottom. <laughs> absolute bottom <laughs> exactly I love it okay well great yeah. sorry to put you on the spot with that question no go for it I'm an open book <laughs> well thank you so much for joining me it's been really fun talking about your book and then um, I'm excited to see what you have next I'm definitely going to check out your fourth book um so yeah yes it's called Lord of the Fly Fest I love it Holt. McMillan. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you for listening to today's bonus episode. Happy Halloween listeners. And until next time, read on.